Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. So excited to have you back with me today. And for those that are listening for the very first time, welcome to the Dirty Fam. We do this podcast every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I try to make it short, keep it around 12 minutes or less. And the goal is it is for it to be helpful for you, um, for it to inspire your thinking, for it to challenge uh, your thoughts, um, and to help you feel seen, known, and loved um, by a real God. I believe that's true. Um, you may be listening, you don't believe in God. That's cool. I'm pumped that you're here, and maybe you can spend the next 10 minutes trying to poke holes at what I'm saying and try to prove me wrong, and maybe just maybe I could capture your attention and leave you exploring um, for something new. Uh, but if you this is your first time listening, we are in this kind of series or conversation um, that I've titled uh, Church versus Jesus. And I know if you are a Christian, you're part of the church, you may be thinking, well, church and Jesus aren't supposed to be odds at each other with each other. I, I completely agree. I'm with you. Um, I believe the church at its best is the most incredible representation of hope to this world. I believe that the church was God's idea. And that the church is supposed to be the perfect image of uh, what we can't see in Jesus. And a lot of times, though, this not, doesn't happen. Um, we both know people are imperfect. And when imperfect people are trying to represent a perfect God, mistakes happen. And I believe there are things that as Christians and as the body of believers, the church, um, sometimes we do things that are more harmful than helpful. And we don't even know it. So today I want to continue that conversation with something that I believe will radically change your perspective of life and allow you to grow in your knowledge, to grow in your understanding, your empathy, and help you grow as a person. This is a, something that I believe is helpful even if you're not a Christian, even if you're exploring or you believe in another religion. I believe it's helpful, but especially for Christians, I believe this is a biblical thing and something we have to do better on. And to open it up, I'm going to tell you about one of my shortcomings in this area. So a few years ago, um, I remember it was the first time I heard this phrase, white privilege, um, talking about how um, Caucasian individuals, white individuals were basically like the system worked for them. And with the first time I saw white privilege, I didn't full, I had no idea what it really meant. But when I read it, I thought, well, this is crazy. I'm they they obviously don't know my life because uh, I didn't grow up in the greatest family. Um, I had a family that tried, but um, there was struggle, um, a lot of uh, drug addiction, um, a lot of problems, a lot of issues, a lot of um, lack of finances. And my upbringing didn't feel very privileged, to be honest. But so when I read this term, white privilege, I was offended and I remember I had conversations with my fellow white people and was talking about white privilege and how they don't know me. They don't know what I've been through. This is stupid. Everyone has troubles. Everyone has struggles. And just literally talking and talking and talking because I didn't agree with this phrase. 
And maybe you're listening right now and you've had these thoughts. But here's what changed for me. When I one day I decided to sit across the table from someone who was a person of color and have a real conversation with them to understand this idea of white privilege and what it meant and to understand the struggles they've been through. And let me tell you, when I walked away from that conversation, I had a better understanding, more empathy, understanding how I had privileges that I never necessarily saw that were there and how people of color don't get those same opportunities to the same level that I do. And I walked away with a new understanding and I felt bad. I mean, honestly, I repented for it because I had drew a line, um, closed off to something I believed where I was right and refused to open up the door for someone to have a conversation with me. And here, here's a quote from this book. It's the uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's written by Stephen Covey. He says this. Um, it's a quote. It says this. It says, Seek first to understand, then to be understood. Seeking real understanding affirms the other person and what they have to say. One person truly listening is generally better than none. Now, here's the thing is I read that quote and all of you probably like, yeah, that's it. But let's be honest. We all believe our experiences are the priority of belief. And it's natural because there are experiences. And so we have beliefs about life where we believe this is true and nothing else could be. Um, anything outside of that isn't as true. And but So when we get into conversations with people, a lot of times all we do is think about how we are going to uh, combat Um, come back at their responses and their understandings and their beliefs. A lot of times when people are talking, all we're doing is listening so that we can respond. We're not listening to understand. And the Bible talks about this too. I'm going to read a couple for you um, just in case you're like, this isn't biblical. You got to preach what you believe. And listen, uh, Proverbs um, 18.13 says this, If one man gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. Proverbs 18.2, listen to this, a fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Proverbs 19.27, cease to hear instruction, my son, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. Y'all, there, uh, there's a list right now I'm looking at of about 15 more verses where over and over and over again, God is begging us to stop looking to be understood. And start to look to understand. Because the moment we write off people because what they believe is the moment we limit ourselves of understanding how God works in different ways. We have to start thinking that we know all the answers. The greatest path to knowledge is that of a student. It's the greatest path is a student saying, I don't know everything. There's more I can learn, and there's more I can understand. And as we as Christians in the body of believers, the church, so many times people make bad decisions. People do things differently than we believe. They believe things differently than we believe. And instead of seeking to understand the why and the heart behind those decisions, we either write them off or we go down throw um, Bible verses down their throat so that they believe what we believe. And a lot of times what happens is we speak not from a place of empathy. We speak from a place of pride and power because we believe we know what's best. 
And it happens all the time. I've seen it with people who wanted to lead yoga groups, um, people who had different understandings about sexuality, um, gender, things like that. Uh, people of color, you write them off and you say, you know, they're just being dramatic or they are just looking for attention. And there are people that no longer go to church or believe in God simply because the way they were made and their understanding, no one took time to listen to them. We have to do better. We have to seek first to understand, then to be understood. We can't sit in conversations looking to prove to someone why we are right and why we're knowledgeable. Instead, we need to go step into conversation saying, I don't understand. There's more to the story. And I'm here to learn and to understand how you got where you got. I hope you know this, and I believe you do. No one wakes up one day and thinks, I want to monumentally destroy my life. No one wakes up and thinks, I want to believe the wrong thing. No one does that. But here's what happens is there's experiences that become repeated. There are family origins that have been given to them. There are things that have been taught to them through um, mirroring, through watching other people. And through things that have been done to them that lead all people to believe what they believe. And when it comes to Christians, when it comes to us as human beings, we have to be willing to listen and to understand. Not listen to respond, but listen to understand. I want to challenge you today to rethink the areas in your life that maybe you have been closed off to. The places where maybe you believe that you knew it. Um, Maybe you're one of those people, the Bible said it, so I believe it, and that settles it. And that's okay. That is okay to believe that. But what we can't do is write off everyone who doesn't believe and agree with that. We have to understand that there is a reason why people believe what they believe, and it is the heart of God is to sit with them and to know them and to understand them. So today, two challenges. One, where have you been closed off? Second, what can you do to have a conversation with someone that believes differently than you believe? And maybe you sit across from a table for them or you Zoom them or whatever, you have coffee and you sit down and you start asking questions instead of making statements. That those questions bring, will bring clarity while those statements will build walls. And you don't share your opinion unless it's asked. You don't argue. You don't uh, write them off. You don't roll your eyes. Instead, you look at them in the eyes and you see their heart. And you seek to empathize and sympathize with where they've been. Because the Bible tells us we have to seek first to understand, then to be understood. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his or her opinion. Today, take that time and seek to understand. Let me pray for you. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for the opportunity for us to have this conversation. Lord, help us be better. Help us to seek to understand what other people are going through and where they've been. Lord, forgive us when we don't do that. Lord, when we have an opportunity, let us share what we believe, but to be open-minded, help us learn and grow and take the posture of a student and a servant. Lord, we believe that's what you called us to do. And we ask this in your name. Amen. 
Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.